Welcome to episode 56 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on my midnight meat train is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. Every week we take one horror movie and we cut it to pieces with our internet words. Together we are two people with a love of horror and we feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster membership cards. <laughs> uh, we would just like to thank all of our listeners who support us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, YouTube, etc, etc, etc. We love you guys. Um, thank you so much for supporting us. And a special shout out to the people who interact with us over on the social medias and help us out to grow. People like Mark of the Dam, Ambivalent Hoax, uh, Death Valley Funerals. Man. So good. <laughs> Billy Cutshaw. Adam Gillespie and Ringo Starlin, just a couple of people who have, you know, coerced with us, chatted and done some shit with us this week. Ambivalent Hoax also really should do some movie reviews because uh, always interacts with us and gives us this spiel of what... uh, What we said wrong? No, no, no. Like (laughs) his take on it and I sit there and I'm like... Fuck, that's good. All right, let's move straight into the spoiler card part of the show. Yes, that's just it. Now, that's I don't it. have to go through this. This no. is the show now. But basically what it is, it's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, director's madness, severed wangs, and compound fractures. We're basically just going to talk about one film yeah, that we getting, watched this week. Getting into it. And we've got a rating system. What is yeah. it, Jim? Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for asking. Um, so <laughs> for all of the, the uh, bleh, playing at home... Uh, we've got A, awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. U is underrated, O, an overrated motherfucker. G, good for its time, but it's definitely not held up. We've got the J, Jen special, the D, Dan special. We've got the W, whatever. Pfft. We've got the Kesha, which is a low-budget hot mess. C minus, craft is stellar, but I hate the content. And the cream of the crap, the McConaughey. It's the fucking fucked. We watched it, so you really don't have to. Yeah, it's the worst of the the, the scum shit. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. And this week, by my choice, was Demons 2 from 1986, or, yes. or known as Demoni. 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 You have to get that accent on Demoni. To actually find this online a lot of the time, you actually have to write Demoni. Yes. But yeah, because yeah. you write Demons 2 and nothing comes well, up. Well, Demons 2 comes up with the Night of the Demons yeah, movie. Yeah, which is that time when I accidentally watched that instead of this, and I I was like, this is whack. Imagine what- if you'd have done that and you'd have sat down and we're like, okay, and then it's two different films that we've got. And we'll be like, um, we fucked okay. it. <laughs> we fucked fine. it. Uh, it is directed by Lamberto Bava, who is also a very famous Italian horror director. Um, the screenplay by Dario Argento, Lamberto Bava, and Franco Farini. So many, um, so many classy so names. Many, so many classy So many names. sexy chiseled men. <laughs> Dark haired men. Dark and chiseled Italian men. D- hairy chests. <laughs> Run through your hands like a bear forest. <laughs> yes. Uh, it stars David Edwin Knight, Bobby Rhodes, and uh, the Asia Argento, which is uh, her debut role D- in debut. this. Debut role in this. And uh, she, of course, is Dario Argento's daughter. Yeah. We don't know how much it costs, do we? No, I don't have any information uh, regarding budget and box office because obviously it's Italian, so whatever release it had here would have been in like a very like one-off screening in some... What what money do they use in Italy? It's Is lire. It... I don't know yeah. if that's what they still use because of all the... The, stu- the stuff? Yeah. Is it all euros now? I don't know. 
What's its vital statistics? All right. The Nightmare. Oh, no, no. That was its vital statistics. What's yeah, its... The, yeah. The, it's, the Sinopos. It's tag name. The Sopos. tag names. The Sopos. The Nightmare Returns. <gasps> a group of tenants and visitors are trapped in a 10-story high-rise apartment building infested with demons who proceed to hunt the dwindling humans down. Isn't that accidentally the... Uh, isn't that just what happens in Evil Dead? The new this, Evil Dead? It, yeah. I, uh, I was like, hmm. Yeah, this is basically the premise for the new Evil Dead film. I wonder if it is a homage from it. I Well, a lot of the time people um, homage, and I'll use that with some uh, quotation marks. As in copy. Yeah. Um, and then no, no cunt's going to remember this. Let's well, just fucking go with it. It's Italian. So you play on the fact that most Americans, sorry guys, are ignorant and they won't watch films that have subtitles or are in black and white. That's not um, most Americans. There's some. The loud mouthed Americans yeah. are like that. We're mo- they're still like the I majority. mean, look, I had it when I There's worked. There's plenty at- of Australians like that. Oh, um, please don't get me wrong. Yes, there are. I remember working in the video shop and uh, I had a guy return Sin City because it was in black and white. And then I had a guy come back and not want to watch Seven Samurai because it was foreign and he had to read subtitles. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, let's move into yeah. it straight in. So it opens with. Power, power goth synth. Oh my god, the soundtrack to this is amazing. Um, I'm gonna play it over it right now. It's a, it's like this really rad, like really modern sound. Yeah, everyone's in the synth wave and uh, 80s synth wave. Yeah. It sounds like that. Yes. It's like, but with this power goth, like you know, like, woo, 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 like that well, kind of shit. Very, so this is 1986, which means we're in like well into that new wave, like goth kind of uh, sound with the post-punk era, so yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it had this like, but it has this really modern sound to it, really dis- disjointed like, which I really like in my yeah. music, like trying to add a bit of, you know, like anxiety to the, the piece. Hmm. And then we get some voiceover with a guy basically relays the first film. Yeah. It's and weird. It's basically like uh, he's predicting. So this foretelling of the demon rising and it was like it happened in a movie theatre and blah, 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 blah. Demons can exist, guys. Which can is they? basically setting you up for... I'm just going to say, I got confused with this film. I didn't understand how the demons came back. I, I, and I'm like, what's going on now? Who's when, when? And yeah, <laughs> so it opens like, you know, we get a shot of like, um, some bloody knife and all that. And then we find out it's a chef. Oh, look, yeah. it's not blood. It's, it's jam. It's jam. Because, you know, you cut jam with a knife all the time. Yeah. Because it was on a knife. And I was yeah. like, what sort of fucking chef are you, mate? And then we see he's making a cake. Yep. He's writing, like, happy birthday, Sally, on it. He can't write. He can't. He is, That's he is not, not a, That no. is not a bloody dessert That's, chef. That is the kind of cake that I have 100% made my mother and just written poorly. Yeah. It's like in The Simpsons with Mr. Burns welcoming home into the country club with his terrible cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so then we're like, okay, cool. There's like some party going on. Yeah, so we get this really cool shot of all the food. And I literally, as soon as I'm looking at all this food that's laid out on the table, I'm like, Dan and I can eat none of this. Yeah. That sucks and it all looks so good. But then we like cut to some bloke and a girl... Um, like waiting for an elevator. So we're, getting, we're in the high rise now. Yep. Straight away, bang, in there. We got a suitman. I mm-hmm. called him the bloke. I called him Clark Kent because he, <laughs> so I referred to him throughout the whole film as Clark. He also has, he transitions into Ash. From he Evil does. Dead. And yeah. I, say, I say that as well. Um, so he's waiting for an elevator and this uh, leggy blonde also waiting for the elevator. They kind of eye each other off as you do. Um, they jump into the elevator and we get this like weird... 
sort of cut between them and two another group of kids kind of playing like just yeah, some there's shenanigans. Some, yeah, there's like some crazy it's teens like pressing the stop button in the elevator when they're in it and all going, wow, we're teens, motherfuckers. So how's about you just don't do that? Huh? Huh? Yeah, then we cut to, because there's a whole bunch of characters that really cuts through really quick. Yeah, now we're cutting to like a, a girl who I named Preggers. <laughs> so we've got a pregnant lady. Um, yes. She's doing a bit of yoga. She is like, I'm just going to cut for her. She is like with the bloke or yes. Clark Clint. She's They're a couple. Um, she's with, yep. So she's in it now. So we've got this lady. It kind of just introduces a whole bunch of people in different yeah, rooms. Yeah, we won't run through. So the whole film takes place in this high rise building. So while most characters aren't like main, they are fodder. So we're very much introduced to all these people. Yeah, basically, you're basically getting introduced to the fodder. Then, like, you know. Beefcake Clark, Clark Kent bloke comes home. You're like, hello, baby. I'm home. And then we cut to the best room in the building, <laughs> the gym. Oh, my God. The, I love this. The guy. So it's full of just beefcake dudes in shirts, like muscle, like full 80s muscle men just going, come on. And I got, and then we got the um, the guy from the first film. Yes. He's, so is he the same character? He's not the same character. So um, he played Tony the Pimp in the first film, and I actually didn't catch his name in this. So I, I just think called I... him the PT, like, because he's the personal yeah. trainer. He's like, they're going, come on, keep your back straight. Yeah. And he's like, uh, so he's a big black There's man. There's a lot of homo erotic. Yeah, yeah. And like, it is wicked. We're they're talking just... 80s shorty shorts, tank tops, I've, and oil. I've developed this massive love for that muscle culture from the 80s now. I just think it's a Hilarious and awesome. Yes. No, 100%. And I, despite being a very gay lady, am obsessed with the male crop. What's so you know crop? how all the men had oh, in the tops. 80s wear the, the crop top? I'm obsessed with that. I've been known to wear a crop like, for fun once or twice. I feel that out of everything that everyone has brought back into the fashion world, this needs to come back. You've mentioned like you I want have. crop tops back before. I don't understand why you want it. I don't know either. Anyhow, we cut to another building now and it's like Sally's place. You know, yeah. Sally with the cake. So that whole scene yeah. was irrelevant. Well, that did not have to be in at the cake bit. It's foreshadowing. It never, ever... Anyhow, they're having, uh, Sally is a teen. She's having a party. It's her birthday. Yeah, it's her birthday. It's right. great. They're this... teens, but they're all dressed in suits. Well, I think that was the that was the style at the time, wasn't it? Like the, so they're all the like, suits like, and the uh-huh. very thin, yes, do, 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 with the do, rolled do, up do, sleeves do, 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 and stuff. Do, do, do. Like, yeah, it was yeah. all like that. So they're partying around. Sally can't fucking get dressed because she's an idiot. She's in her bedroom. The party's happening and she's still getting dressed and she's having a bloody hissy fit. i got to say, I really hate Sally. Like, I hate her so bad because she's just... Well, she's the perfect person to turn into a demon because she's so, like, angry and angsty and selfish. Very much so. So she's like, she's like, uh, my hair's not red. My, my dress is so... My dick. It's like, she's just basically having this massive tantrum. And also for a teen, she does look like she's in her mid to late 20s. Yeah. And then, like, this is where it starts to confuse me. Yeah. Suddenly the TV, everyone, everyone kind of in the, it kind of cuts between all the people turning on their TV in the uh, in the, in the apartment building and, and then the show's on. Yeah. And it's basically the end of the first film. Yeah. It's where, if anyone can remember, it like, the demons got out, the whole world went post-apocalyptic um, and it's got the guys, like, from the first film dr- driving in their Jeep at the end. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so bit weird but then um so i figured this must be set after the demon apocalypse has happened and they've got hold on it and they've and they've like is that what happened i honestly and they've walled off the city in one part of it so these people are living normally now because they've dealt with the demon apocalypse they've walled it off they trumped it yeah (laughs) they trumped the demons in 
Um, but I don't know if that's the case. No, neither do I, because it seems like we're because. So this this sequence happens between everyone in this high rise watching this happen. So someone's narrating it. So we think that we're sit- all these people are sitting down and watching a documentary. But then we or go it's even like a, a, into that documentary. Yeah, it's and like then a trailer. It's yeah. like a trick because it's like a guy's in the rating going, demons, they could be anywhere. You could be a demon. Your neighbor could be a demon. <laughs> Your dog. Your dog's dick could be a demon. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, so you're just confused at this point. You're just like, okay, so everyone's kind of watching this show about demons. Yeah. It's like they're watching the first film, but it's a trailer of the first film, but it also is a whole show. Because <laughs> it goes forever. It goes for the it whole does. film. It, yeah. It goes um, on for a while. Yeah, so it, that was just confusing. The whole building's watching it. We cut to a little boy. Oh, my God. This is how good is this scene? <laughs> just out of the blue, it cuts to a new character, which is this little boy. He's probably like 10. Yeah. yeah. Eight? Yeah. Seven? He's a little kid. And he, like, the phone rings. He answers the phone and he's like, he has the worst phone conversation ever. He's like, because we can't hear what's on the other side. No. He's like, hello? No, my dad's not home. No, my mother's not home either. <laughs> I'm a, I'm at home all alone. Yes, goodbye. <laughs> He's like, and no, I'm up. all why? Like they they tell you, your parents tell you. Because this again, this is the eighties, so you as a ten year old would just get left at home if your mum had that to go happen? to the shop. I thought it was really weird. No, I used to get left home all the time. I never did. I think I think when I was like thirteen, maybe fourteen, my parents went on a whole holiday without me and it was just me in the house by myself. Weird. For like a week. It was fine. But it it's the eighties. It's safe. It's fine. You're in an apartment building. There's security. There's there's all this stuff. So this kid would have been able there's to neighbors do and shit. But like you that, tell yeah. your kids if anyone calls, you don't tell them you're at home. You just be like, yeah, Mother's in the shower, or she's just hanging out the washing. She'll call you. Or back. just don't answer the phone. That's the other thing. Yeah, but anyhow, so it sets up like okay, the kids alone. I thought it was weird. Yeah. Um, and then we cut into the TV show that's playing on, and it's just like as if it's another film. Now yeah. we're watching. The people in the show, as if they're, we're not watching the show. It's just, they're in there and they're like teens. There's a bunch of teens. They're breaking into the forbidden zone. Yeah. So I'm under the impression that they're investigating. So yeah. they're there to investigate, not just to go and have a good time. They're there to sort of like find some kind of proof or some something well, to bring back. I think it's that the, the first film exists in this world yeah. and it was so evil the film the concept of the demons that they the, it just produced a second film which we're watching which is a way for the demons to escape into our reality which is the high-rise reality yeah and now we're in this like, it's a forbidden zone it's like post-apocalyptic and you can tell like, the f- with the f- forbidden zone is like it's from the first film i think it's my idea where that they've yeah. walled off the demons they're in there there are a bunch of teens getting photos and they're like do you know how much demon stuff is worth look here's a demon claw let's go buy some milkshakes but, <laughs> so as you can imagine they fucking just walk around they mm-hmm. find a, a dead demon hey i'm just going to skip through this that's fine hey um yeah they're walking around and looking through that place. So one of the girls also at some point, she like uh, cuts herself 
she's like climbing a fence and she kind of, she just nicks herself on the fence. And we all know that that's demonology. That is demonology. We cut to Preggers and the blokey bloke, Clark Kent. They're doing a bit of like, he's just studying for some bullshit. It's irrelevant to the plot. He's studying for a test. She's already done the test, passed the test. And she's like, well, if I can do it three months pregnant, you can do it now. And like, how is being three, no, three weeks pregnant she was. Oh, was it? Yeah, wasn't it? That doesn't even mean you're pregnant. Like, you know, that doesn't affect you that much. No, no, it's still just swimming around in your We cut back to the party. Teens are dancing. (laughs) It's the shittest party in the world. But the best soundtrack. Yeah, it does have a good soundtrack, this film. She's, She's now, like, Sally has finally calmed her shit and she's she's having fun. She's having fun, like dancing around and stuff like that. Um, we cut back to the fucking... Invest- forbidden, to the Forbidden Zone forbidden movie. Zone. They find a claw on the ground. They put it in a sandwich bag <laughs> for later to eat later. And that's, that's all we see there. We cut back to the party. Sally has a meltdown. She does because Jake. Some, some dude answers the phone and he's yeah, like, some, some- huh? What? Yeah. Downstairs. Right. Bye. She's like, who was that? He's like, oh, it was Jacob. She's like, what? You Jacob? He can't come to the party. Tantrum and goes into the the room. And she's like, everyone needs to leave now. She's listened to too much Morrissey, which I'm pretty sure was (laughs) playing. There was Morrissey just crank. Was it Morrissey? I I think it probably was. Um, Yeah, and then it just keeps cutting to people watching this Forbidden Zone thing, which is, I think, that Asia Argente late. There's like a family sitting down just watching it. Yeah, a little gal. Yep. Um. But, yeah, it's just so, it's so strange because they, so the, I don't even know how to describe how this is happening here because as well, like, there's a point where we're sort of cutting between all these things. You know, we hear there's a woman who's in an apartment who has a dog. So yeah, that's, that, that, that's sort, who we cut to set, next. There's a new character. So dog lady and dog are those yeah. characters. So this woman sitting there, she's, she's like, like a scruffy dog. Yeah, this is like Scruff- a shaggy dog. Shaggy dog. Um, she hears the scratching at the door. She this gets up. She goes. She looks the in door. the spy hole. There's nothing there. No, she looks in the spy hole, and the dog's face is there. She goes, "It's my dog." And opens the door, and it's just on the ground. <laughs> How fucking tall is that dog? Well, it's, the dog's like, on the their dog, hand is like someone holding pretty. the dog up to the spy hole, but like. <laughs> That's a fucking tall dog. So now we got like lady and a dog. Okay. But what I enjoy, so what we don't mention uh, in the party scene is after Sally's gone and had a tantrum, gone back to her room, the guy that's answered the phone has been instructed by Sally's best mate to go downstairs. So he goes downstairs this and is- he leaves the apartment building to wait for this Jacob guy to rock up so he can be like, nah, bro, you can't come in. Because we don't have. Oh, is that phones. what he's supposed to be doing? I thought he was just going to usher them in. No, no, he. It's irrelevant anyway. It 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 is and it isn't, and I'll get into All that. All right. Yeah. And uh, cut back to the forbidden zone. The teens and the fit on fuck around with some more shit for a while. They're looking in the dusk. Being like all like fucking Nancy Drew looking for shit. Yep. They end up finding like a, an abandoned car and then the all dude of just a puts sudden, the radio. He just turns the radio just he works. Goes, dude, it still works. And then yeah. start partying. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're great. You're the best people in the world. Um, now, the girl who has just nicked herself on a thing, uh, it's not a nick. It's a fucking gash in her hand and it starts dripping blood onto a mirror. Um, she picks really? up the. Yeah. It, there's like one drop of blood on a mirror. No, I didn't even like, watch she, that bit. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, she she picks up the mirror. She has a look. She gets this weird, like, startle. She's got this demon reflection back no, at her. No sense. Doesn't make any sense. That does not make sense. And then they're like, hey, hey, demon. He's like, oh, but what is that? He's like, it's a demon. Yeah, they, so they find a demon all dead and dried up and 
guy under a, a girder. Yeah, so it's trapped under a girder, which I the detailing to this as well because it's like it's still there. It's not skeletal or anything. It's just like a dried up, dried husk. up husk. Um, it's its claws have broken off because it was trying to obviously move the girder. So there's a lot of attention to detail. Yeah, yeah, which they is look great. good. They um all get together and I pose a photo around it, and of yeah. course, Bloodhand, idiot, fucking Bloodhand lady, drips blood into the demon's mouth. Who's just not noticing that she's just just you know. Exiting gallons of even, blood. It's not even She's dripping. like, let's get, let's, like, you know, <laughs> selfie. <laughs> pouring out. Anyway, we get a cool, um, some cool effects now. Like we see the demon, the veins start pumping, mm-hmm. like, you know. So oh, like, yeah. all practical effects, these veins start pumping in this like corpse. We see some stop motion regeneration, like of the face. They don't notice it. They're still getting their fucking photos. Yeah, they're still they're pro- well. It's the eighties, so it's like you got to stand still for thirty minutes. Yeah, just hold the pose. It's and then fine. the demon fucking <laughs> jumps up. They all just look at it, and instead of running or moving, they all just stand there and scream. Yeah, ah! it's alive. And then so it it frees itself, um, you know, a group of them kind of stand off in the corner and it it focuses on the the bloody girl and he just, it takes chase. It chases her, gets her, her. you know, in between that, we're sort of cutting between all the people sort of watching this at home. Um, The others like... Sally's watching it in her bedroom. Yeah, because she's still having a tantrum. Um, The the, the investigating kids, they take this opportunity. Oh, our friend's being eaten alive. Yep, let's just uh, leave. Well, that's the end of the investigating kids. Yeah. That's the end of that whole storyline. It's just like, okay... So we see Sally pouting in her room going, I'm doing the puppy shit. Because um, Jacob got mentioned. And, I cry if I want to. and she's sitting there and she decides to just start watching the demon show. And then suddenly the demon from in the TV show looks around and sees Sally watching it. This is cool. I like this because there is this voiceover. So. We're under the impression that there is a camera crew there filming this demon. Or is there? And it's like, blood nurtures the dormant seed of evil. And, of course, it's like the demon. It's like zombie walking out. And then it kind of turns to the TV and looks at the camera and just sort of starts, like, just walking towards. Um, and the, but we also get this amazing POV shot from the zombie, the, from the, the demon. Mo- yeah, seeing her looking, looking into the screen. Itself. So it's like this box sort of... It's like a four to three screen that she's yeah. looking into. He's like, it's like the the reverse effect. Yeah, which I really like. Like this was amazing. Like that's that's. Clever. And then the demon just basically runs up to the screen and pushes his face out of the screen. Now this effect is amazing. This is yes. like uh, latex rubber on the screen. So there's an actual person pushing their face through it, and then they're projecting. I can only assume that they did it. They're projecting the image onto the latex, so mm-hmm. it looks like a TV screen mushing out. But the the picture of the face is projected on there, so it's like this, like really cool effect. Yeah, and I was looks like, "Really cool, dang!" And everything sort of starts flashing, so it's like, um, you know, this horrific sort of flashing. Sally, this whole time, she's just kind of like, ah! she's like, "The fuck!" <laughs> she's not doing anything, um, and then she kind of just starts to freak out a little bit, and somehow has locked herself in her room. She can't get out. Yeah, there's a couple of like, "Oh, maybe he's not there," and then bam, yeah. demon jumps out, grabs Sally. Much. And then we hear an off-screen kind of like scream thud. <laughs> we cut back to the party. They've bought the birthday cake out for the birthday girl. They still haven't realised that she's not there though. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're like, like, hey, where is Sally? Go get Sally from her room. <laughs> Sally! 
<laughs> they get Sally out. She comes out she, and we're like, ah, she's fine. This is another really cool shot though because it's this like- This is a vein, another vein arm? Well, there is the vein arm, but it's the shot of the birthday cake. So we get this like the shot of the birthday in the cake in the foreground and in the background because um, the lights are out, her bedroom door opens. We're obviously getting the the light from the TV as her silhouette comes out. She's kind of standing there and she kind of walks over. That looked really cool. Like that yeah. in itself was just really well done. And she sort of, she walks towards it. Um, she kind of like puts her head down. No demon face. She looks fine. She's sniffing the candles, but you see the the veins pulsating. Yeah, in her arm. So that's why I like the practical effects of yeah. her arm on the table and her veins are like pulsating. Like, so we've got like a whole latex layer with some just like veins that pulse under. There's a lot of veins in this film, which I don't think anyone else really does that much. But no. demon, both the demons have done yeah, veins. They heaps. focus on that quite a lot. Um, and then she blows out the candles. And immediately kind of like hunches over in pain, grabs the guy's arm next to to her and starts like digging her claws, which are now sort of like her claws are starting to come out of her nail. It didn't show the old fingernails coming off like in the first one. No, but it does show. The teeth. Oh, no. So in the first film, they. they, the transformations, they didn't just have giant spiky teeth. Like the actual demon teeth pushed their way through and pushed the other teeth out. And they do this again, but I don't think they did it as well as in the first one. Look, they don't, but it was still done to an extent that I was like, uh, oh, no, I hate I hate it. I hate it so much. This is great. That I hate teeth stuff. I hate teeth falling out. I hate... Bleh, no. Anyway, we... um. Sally transforms, transforms into a demon. She gets, gets that stereotypical kind of green slimy face and yep. the big teeth, the eyes. Starts by scratching up the whole fucking party. Yeah, she just goes on a rampage. And then, um, yeah, that's about it, really. Then we cut to some, I didn't know, some family eating dinner al fresco. Yeah, it was Sally's outside. parents. Yeah, but like, but they were like, they were waiting for her. She's clearly not coming. That's her no, night no, no. at the party. So they, they had gone out to dinner so that she could have her party. So they're basically oh, out. Oh, they live with her? Yeah, they're Sally's parents. Oh. So they're out for dinner with um, with them. They, well, they're just out for dinner because it's so totally she can unnecessary be at this thing. Do you know? At no point I was like, hang on, but where are the parents? This is yeah, it's not relevant. And then it cuts to them going to like a German sausage festival, and I'm like, why is this in this? Like, so we too can know that it, in Italy they have cool German sausage festivals, and I would like to go to there. And then we cut to Preggers and fucking Clark Kent blokey man. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. They finished up dinner. They can hear the music, so they can hear the music in the part from the party. And they're they like, live- "Sally's going having a party." It's like Sally's still going hard. She's like, "Huh? I wonder if they brought the cake out yet." And he's just like, "Pregnant cravings?" Like <laughs> cake. <laughs> she's like, she just wants a bit of cake. And um, so she's not even that pregnant. I just like to put into this. Like, she's only like half pregnant. Like, she's not like, about to have a baby. She's only like, it's like a small paunch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know pregnancy. Uh, pregnant gets pretty big. Pretty that was like big. a halfway through pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, she goes over to Sally's house and she, she's. Um, she's like, I don't want to miss out on the penny. No, she just, like, she basically just wants to eat a piece of cake. So yeah. she goes, she, she invites herself over to Sally's. She knocks on the door. There's no answer. We get the shot of Sally inside. She's like. Everyone's she's, dead. Everyone is kind of dead around her, but she's like listening to Morrissey or something, doing that like weird like sway dance that the goth kids do. Yeah, and then um, 
the party starts, like, because, you know, they've all been attacked by demons. They all start to transform into demons. And you're like, cool, demon yep. party. Yeah. And then she kind of, like, has, like, a, like, a fit. And she starts, like, sweat Ex- blood. Excreting. Excreting, like, gore blood, black blood shit everywhere. Which I, I thought this was cool. Like, yeah. Because the demons are supposed to be foul. Yeah. And they kind of are coolly foul in these yeah. two demon movies. They're, like, they're cooler... Like you don't want to be them. They're, you don't even want to touch them. They seem no. like they're diseasy, which I think is really a yeah. really hard thing to do. Yeah, definitely. She starts like sweat blooding, like like you know oozing shit out. This this ooze hits the ground. It starts to melt through yeah. the floor, and we can only assume that this party is on the top floor. Yeah, wouldn't it? The wouldn't it be? Anyhow, so this is how a lot of the people in the whole in the building now start to get affected. That basically the the demons, I think they all wake up and start to fucking goop out. Yeah. They all start to like, and the, the basically the demon chud gross shit, it just starts melting down through all the floors in in the thing. And I'm like, cool idea. Yeah. I no, like that. Eh? And it's got lots of shots of like, they've clearly just got like foam and put like petrol on it. And it's like. Yeah. No, it looks amazing. It's very well done. Um, Pragas goes back to her house, sends Clark over because obviously like she still needs that piece of cake. Um, but then we see that the blood drips through from the roof into the next apartment. Um, and we once again see that the blonde woman, um, who was a prostitute. Um, a lady of a, the a night. A sex worker. Um, and she's leaving her, I'll call him a John, her John. And um, he kind of like looks up and, huh, what is that? Um, <laughs> the ceiling. Something in the ceiling, isn't that right? Yeah, I didn't understand that she was a, a sex worker uh, to this like hardy until the last second when she's really? like, "Oh, have you finished your client already?" No, like as soon as she walked out of the elevator and greeted him, um, I, I was like, "Oh yeah." I didn't. I didn't get that. She's there. It's she's business, a high paid lady. It's business time. Um, we cut down to I'm guessing close to the gym floor, which is on the lower ground. No, we get a whole bunch. I'm just going to skip through these. We get a whole bunch of just people just getting hit by the blood. We get a lady in a sun yeah, bed. in the tanning bed. A tanning bed and... Um, Pans over to a steamer box. Is that um, what that was? Yeah, one of those really cool box steamer boxes. Yeah, a box. I, I was right, there's a guy in a box for some reason. Yeah, it's I was a look, I didn't realise that was the gym. I was yes. like, what the fuck is that? Yep. So the blood drips on his face um, and then there's like... So Clark gets back on the elevator with the blonde because that's that is an important part. Um, but then we cut back to the the man in the steamer box has broken out, like he's ripped his way out of the box. So he's obviously now a demon. The demon menace is spreading. Cuts right back to the girl on the tanning bed, and we see these demonic hands slam the tanning bed shut on the woman. Oh, Are they that hot? Basically sizzling her like a George. Sizzling Foreman her grill. with UV light. Yeah, so she's on a George Foreman grill now. Anyhow, oh, George Foreman. Yeah. Anyhow, we cut to a whole bunch of punks. Yes. Outside now, driving around. Like the characters we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. A p- bunch of punks driving around like really fast around the city. It's a whole carload, so there's four of them in there, two mm-hmm. guys, two girls. Yep. Um, and I can only assume this is Jacob. It is Jacob. I don't think they say his name. Until- they do. Oh, they do? Yes, So is. Jacob and the punks are driving around because they're punks. They drive fucking fast. And they go, we're introduced to Jacob. In their slightly nice car. Yeah, it was a BMW. It's a nice it was car. an old school BMW, which at that time would have been like quite a good car. Yeah, I'm like, what? Why is that a I punk car? Don't know. It would have been just one of the they guys. They could have stolen it. It was Dario's. 
maybe Dario. I could yeah Dario. Yeah. I called I ref- referred to Jacob as Dirk Squarejaw because he has a face like an Easter Island head. I just <laughs> I just called him like that's good. <laughs> um, I just called him like the punks. And now the, yeah. now the the lady of the night and um right yeah and Prager's and so, Prager's bloke like yeah, uh, Clark, Clark can I locked in an blonde. elevator. Yeah. So the what we missed is a couple of sequences where the, the demon gore the blood has dripped through to the electronics and just basically blacked out the entire and locked the building down. That's important. This is very important. Yeah. Locked it down. So when the power goes out, the whole building just locks. Mm-hmm. And yep. So we're, we're stuck in a, a building with no power with a whole bunch of demon goop dripping down and demons, party demons at the top, slowly working their way down, transforming everyone. That's exactly That's basically right. all we have to say. Yeah. We see the dog. Um, we're back to old uh, Shaggy Dog. What was his name? I wrote Davey. It. Davey? Yes. <laughs> old Davey the dog, he's just like, oh, what's he sees the, the goop coming in. He's he like, starts growling. Yeah, I have no bar with that shit. Nah. nah, that's not cool, man. That's you not know? cool. So the dog hates the blood, and that's fair enough. We cut to the dad of the, the family that were watching the TV. Uh, he comes out. He notices the lights are out. He kind of basically shouts back. He's like, yeah, it's out everywhere. And he runs into the John the who had previously been with the blonde, and he comes out and he's like, yeah, there's some like uh, some weird stuff like dropping out of the roof, and uh, it's uh, it's clearly hit me, and uh, it's uh, it's a bit acidic. And we see that his fingers, his fingers basically burnt off. His he's fingers are chilling. like burnt off, and he's just like, that's peculiar. I like they cut to the security guard, <laughs> and like he's on the phone because like because you can't use your phones in with no power. Phones yes. don't use that, and he's like, yeah, the the security the, uh, the the building's locked down. We can't get out. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then he goes over to the front door and just shakes it for like 20 seconds. And I'm he, like, it's locked, dude. You already know it. Like, there are two characters in this and they are very small, like not no world characters. He is one of them because A, he's this big, burly, very tanned man whose, whose shirt is buttoned down so far man. that yeah. his chest is exposed and he is overacting like there's no tomorrow. So he's like, we can't get in. We can't get out. The phone! The phone! We also have to mention that all of the dialogue is dubbed in this film. Yes, this is... Um, it's just dubbed in by the actors. But that is, it always gives it that weird kind of coolness. Like when you see some, uh, like the, uh, the PT, the personal trainer, all his dialogue is so overdone. He's like, what do you mean? Yeah. And it's like so close to you it sounds because it's dubbed. It sounds yeah. like he's saying it into your face like one centimetre away. I love it. Anyhow, this... the dog, we cut back to old fucking Davey the dog. Mm. And mm. guess what? Oh no. Oh no. She's got owner comes out and she's like, Davy, Davy, what's wrong? And he's like <sighs> he's growling and suddenly he starts to transform. Whoa. And then we get this cool shot, uh, this puppet dog, um, shaking and shit, and its mouth does it, it so the dog teeth push it the demon teeth push out the dog's teeth. Mm-hmm. But then he's like kind of whole jaw mandibles thing kind of protrudes out and then it's got its own little glowing green eyes on yeah, his mouth. He had like little his glowing eyes on his gums are like that's strange. So then, um, so then someone just throws a dog puppet at the owner <laughs> across the room, <laughs> basically like a stuffed dog, and she she wrestled it, and it looked like the dog at one point was actually just instead of attacking it in real life was just humping it yeah, a little bit, yeah. She, so she's getting humped by this demon dog. She points out as well. She makes a very good sort of note, which is important, is that there is. The windows in this building are bulletproof. Do not open. So the windows do not open at all. You cannot get fresh air into your house. 
Um, they that's are a, also that's, like that's with most high rises. Yeah. Right so they're all also very thick, bulletproof glass. So you you can't you can throw whatever the fuck you want at it. It's not breaking. Yep. In case bulletproof glass. In case there's a bird with a gun mm-hmm. outside shooting mm-hmm. at you. Um, we cut back up to the party. Party, f- party demons. They've now broken down the door. They're leaving the party. They're like, this party sucks. Let's like, go. Let's take uh, this party uh, to the rest of the high rise. Yeah, everyone needs to party as much. So now we've got like a group of party demons. Yeah. And they um, employed that ho- that vibe from the first film where they put reflective, mm. like uh, like a little bit of ref- uh, a reflective material, like paper on their eyes and they shine the torches on them so it looks like the demon's eyes are glowing. Very effective. It's very cool, yeah. Um, we get this brief shot of Clark and the blonde uh, still in the elevator. She's still having a mental breakdown because she doesn't like enclosed spaces. She doesn't like elevators. She's freaking out and she needs to calm the fuck down. Clark yeah, she, point, no, but she has a meltdown. She does. She's like a panic attack I and was, Clark says, going, oh, fuck. I honestly thought he was going to kind of slap her at one point and she'd be like, just snap out of it. Yeah, it would have been like that, that very 1950s. Sort of 1950s vibe. Um, he's kind of like opened the, the door. doors as slightly and they see all these people screaming. Um, sorry, we get all this view of people running up the stairs screaming and they run past um, the elevator. He's calling out. He's like, guys, guys, stop, help, help, help. But people are just running and he's like, oh, we're all alone. And then, but then, like, like yeah. Cause so but he sees then we find panic- out why. Everyone's panicking. They see the demons. The demons all run. Yeah, we get this really cool slow-mo run of this massive group of demons with their reflective eyes. <laughs> Sally trailing behind like she's still being left behind. So Sally's like the king, the queen demon. Like she's yeah. the first one. So she's, like, she, she's always going. Because the demons kind of like have no regard for the, the bodies they're in. So they fuck it up. Like. Yeah. Oh, so she's the one that's always getting the most fucked up because she's been in it the longest. She really is. Um, and they get uh, this glimpse. Um, so Sally kind of stops at this cr- the crack of the doorway and we get this glimpse of her like... Meh, uh, meh. Yeah, they're just like peeking through the elevator like, crack. Oh, my God, that's... The- Ew. <laughs> but then like um, Clark Kent bloke, he's like... Suddenly he realises that his wife's alone and he's like, Karen... She's alone. Yeah. She's alone. <laughs> Cut to Karen. Pregger's Karen. And guess Is that what? Her she name? I thought it was Hannah. I don't know. I just called her Karen. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Pregger's Karen. Yep. She's upstairs. She hears some screaming. But she kind of like goes into labor. I'm like, but you're not pregnant. You're only like, you're only like three months pregnant. What is it? It's like Braxton Hicks. It's like false labor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Dem- maybe the demon scourge. The baby's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, the baby's Fuck like, nah, shit. I'm not okay. I um, need a womb with a view. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, going to get we it. We cut back to the gym. Yep. And the demons start, they, they pour in. So the, the gym mustn't be on the ground floor. Or they've gone all the way down now, you reckon? I think they've made their way down. But so there's, they've all decided that, oh, the lights are out. We can no longer work in the lights out because, like, you can't see your cool, hot, masculine, modest muscle body in the mirrors. Um, so they all kind of leave, leaving a couple of guys left. They're like, nah, the gains. I can get the gains in the dark. It's fine. Um, and then, mm. of course, the, the demons come in and they start attacking these guys that are still working out. Um, we hear They hear it in the changing rooms where everyone else is. They come running out and they're like, Ah, let's get out of here. Um, one of the the, the pimp guy, he kind of throws. He's not the, the PT. The PT. I'm so sorry. I just refer to him as dude. 
Um, he throws like these dumbbells at them as well, which I That's thought was good. really cool. But then they all kind of like so all the they kind of like you know they they fend off the demons for all or the gym dwellers. They kind of like we got to run, so they kind of run to this other area. But what I like is show them all running like in this corridor. But one of them weightlifting dudes just had a dumbbell in his hand, but he's just still running with it. Hey. And I'm like, clearly, it, it looks like it has no weight at all. It's if a you fake. Can, uh... <laughs> like, why would you keep holding a huge dumbbell as well? Like, anytime it's wait time, anytime. And they get to the gym, uh, and they can't. They can't get out. The door's locked down. And now we are introduced to who is has become one of my favorite non-characters is one of the gym girls who is just, she's like, we can't get out. We can't get out. We can't get out. And she's just like, she's panic. She, she's all over this scenery. She, and for the rest of it, every time she's on, I love it. It's my favorite. And then we cut, um, we cut down to the nerd waiting for Jake about the front. He's, he's, I just called him the nerd because he yeah. was an actual like, Meh, excuse me, or yeah. a well, actually. Well, yeah. actually. Whoa. Well, actually. <laughs> Great. Um, I had a, a well, actually, come into my work. Oh, of course you did. I get a lot of them into my work as well, but, you know. I actually had another ki- dude came in and he was like, he, he's one of those people who thinks because I work in a comic shop, I just know all the answers. Mm. He wasn't a bad dude. He was just like, uh, can, uh, me and my brother, we've been like having this, I, I think he was on the spectrum a bit maybe, He's like, I guess we're having this argument over, you know, this and that. And and he was asking me all these questions. He goes, I heard online that there is a king of the symbiotes. And I went, yep, king in black. And he goes, oh, so it's not fan fiction? And, like, it was adorable. It was just like, I had had all the time in the world for this dude. I answered all of his questions. Well, that's good. I unfortunately get the the complete The well actuallys. They're the worst. I get the well actuallys, but I get the you're a woman, so you clearly don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't like, but we get them back in our own little ways. Excellent. <laughs> By killing them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, Jake is waiting outside like do 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 yeah. And that's it. That's all he's there. He's yeah. still waiting. We know that he's outside waiting for Jake to drive. Uh, we cut back to all the gym people. They've all, uh, they have they head downstairs into the parking garage because that's where you want to be. Well, some reason. They, they, they think that they can just get out through the garage. Because the yeah. front doors are locked. They've already like, worked that out. They're like, let's get yeah. out through the garage. I'm like, Fair enough. Yeah, sure. Um, the demons are following by. They're holding the door shut. Um, they, they they pick up a car and put it in front of it? Yeah, they do. They literally pick up a car. Um, they, they chuck it all down. Um, one of the guys, he grabs an axe. Um, so they're barricading the doors up um, and they're still trying to ram. They're now trying to ram the garage door with the cars to try and get out. Yeah, and the it's, late, it's a no-go. Yeah, this lady just keeps driving her car into the like the roll. These roller doors, mate, they are serious. They're like one, they're like four inches of steel. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like they're trying to keep Wolverine out. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, so yeah, no one getting out of this building. This Ain't, is locked down. No, this is like right. dread. That yes, film. it is. Um, we cut to the kids. No, we cut to a shot of the snake mountain toy from He Man on a bed, and I was like, <laughs> "Gore snake mountain." <laughs> uh, the original He Man toy, like there, and I was like, "Yeah, this must be the kid, of yep. course." Um, he is adorable. So he's obviously heard all this commotion and he's sitting on his top bunk. He's, he's holding a Sylvester plush toy and he's protecting himself with a ray, with a toy ray gun, with a toy ray gun. I One like, of the light up But then he's like, he hears all this shit going down, but then he goes, he goes out into the hole. Yeah. And I wrote in brackets in my note, idiot. Yes. So <laughs> he, he decides to leave the safety of his home, um, open the door, walks into the hole. 
and it's very this is a very poltergeist scene as well i don't know if you noticed mm. because it's all the mirrored poltergeist three three also yeah the apartment in, one also set in a high-rise building yep uh with all the mirrors down the side um he walks to the stairwell and he sees uh the demons running but rather than going mm. back to his house he, he runs to- up another flight of stairs goes to the party room into sally's apartment and but um, then he just kind of like he just gets, he just hears a noise and runs out. And then it cuts to a cupboard where there's still two teens left that have not transformed. Yeah. And they are basically the singers of Aha. Pretty much, yeah. And Cindy Lauper. That's right. Um, so he now runs back to his apartment, but he's unfortunately, he's locked himself out. What a fucking idiot. And this whole time, the phone has started to ring. So the phone's ringing, rings through, stops. But why is this? Was the phones always working? Because I could swear that they cut to some other people's ones that weren't working. Yeah, so... But the security guard's phone was working. Or was he on the... Well, his, oh. his phone cut out. Oh, yeah. Because then he was there going... <laughs> phone's not working. Better um, shake the door. Hannah, her phone's not working. So somehow this kid's phone's working. Out of all the apartments in the building, that phone's working. Uh, we get this uh, cut to a woman in a phone booth. She's calling. It's obviously his mum. It's not happening. Yeah, and then the kid like kind of runs and he hides in an air vent. And when we see blood, the demon blood like oozing in from the top of the air vent and dripping onto him. Yeah, because this is really good because he kind of he's like hiding from the demons and it's there and it's sniffing around the air vent and he's just like, whoo! It even opens the air vent, sticks its head in, doesn't see him, fucks off, and he's like, oh yeah, the kid's fine. Don't worry about it. Nah, there's blood dripping on him. This so he whole gets dripped time. on, but it cuts away. We don't see anything. Anyway. No. And um, we cut back to the elevator cr- uh, elevator duo, the Brains Trust. Mm-hmm. And um, we see the security guard. He comes up and he goes, guys, guys, <laughs> got to get you out. And he dies instantly. <laughs> he just gets attacked by a demon. Yes. Um, we cut to as well. We get this shot he, of. He gets scratched on the face. He right? does. And then he just dies. I'm like, man, he must have a low immune system because yeah. like. He, he just died from a scratch on his face. Pretty much. It was pretty deep. It was like a full like, yeah, face scratch. Yeah, you don't scratch. die instantly from that. You don't. He'll get um, shot in the face and they're fine. That is true. Uh, we cut to this mum. So we we do have the scene of the mum at the train station and she approaches her husband. She's just like... This is the kid's mum and dad. Yeah. yeah. He isn't answering. He's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. It's like, it's fine. She's like, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. Like, nah, nah, it's not fine. She's So she's like, no, nah, we have to go home. Then we cut back to the basement car park, and for some reason now everything's on fire. Yeah, I like this. So everything's <laughs> We've down. We've set everything on fire. Yeah, all the that, cars that and shit. helps, you know. So it's- they're going to burn the place up. But then we find the demons break in, and they don't like fire. No, but they are also very acrobatic and are able to jump over the fire with ease. Yeah, they're like, they, there's like clearly little mini springboards on like the other side yeah. of the car, and they fly over. Like, boing. Doing some flips and we shit. We cut back to the punks. They're fucking still driving. They're still driving. They're driving around, like, driving around, fucking punks and shit. And now we're, that's it. That's, that's all it. the punks do. That's all we get. Um, we cut back to the car park, because that's all we care about is where the, the PT muscle man is. And you know where he is? He's pulling out a fucking shotgun from the boot of his car. No, he, he just appears with a shotgun, basically, and a full bullet belt of shells. Yeah. And I'm like, excellent. Great. I'm okay with this. And he's like, hey. Put out the fire. We're all going to die in here. So everyone's like working on like putting out the fire. He starts like shooting some demons. We- but there's no gore in the, the shots. It's that thing where he shoots and they fall over. Like the first demon's yes. chunks came out of them. It showed them like just shooting like 
like dummies that they'd made full of gore. And I really like they didn't really have much of that in this. Yeah, like, or maybe a bit disappointing. The, you know, maybe the the budget wasn't there this time around. It is a sequel. And anyway, some more people rock up mm-hmm. from the building. Some like non demons. They get in there. They they join the fight. It's basically a fucking. It's pretty much like everyone that has survived has, has gone made their way down to the, to the parking garage. And then we get yeah. PT Muscle Man. He gets on top of a car. Gives a fucking big Braveheart speech. Mm-hmm. He's like, "No, we gotta survive. We gotta do this. Everybody, get weapons. Find weapons. Look in cars." Yeah, he's like, "If if if you could barricade it, you barricade it. If you can find it, if you can use it as a weapon, you use it as a weapon." We cut back to the fucking idiots in the uh, the lady and the the. The husband in yes, the elevator. It's... And she gets grabbed. The lady gets grabbed from behind by one of the demons. And then the demon just lets go and leaves. Yeah. So it doesn't even hurt her. She's fine. But is she though? We get also this cut back to a scene where the mum and the dad of the kid are now driving back to the high rise. Um, and he's just like, she's just like, I've got this. I just got this feeling. He's like, no, it's fine. He's The kid is fine. She's like, No. My mother senses are tingling. I have to go to my child. So they're on. They're now on their way to the high rise. And then basically, I'm just going to say it straight up. They're on their way to the high rise, and then the punks just crash into them. So the the and then a fake, the most fake ass ambulance rocks up. It's a combi van that they've stuck a fucking light to, and a guy gets out that looks like he's got a milkman's uniform on with yeah. a wreck. And I'm like, that is not an ambulance. He's like, look, I was delivering milk on my way to the the hospital, and I figured that uh, I could just give. Did you, you notice a there are a couple of shots in this film that are shook? Yes, like yes. a motherfucker. Like there was actual errors in their filming, and they just still use them. Like their gate wasn't closed or something in the filming, and so it went, it went like. Yeah, I honestly and thought. It's like, it was my internet because I was having major. Because on YouTube, issues. this video, isn't it? I watched it on Shutter. Ah, so I think it's just on YouTube as it, well. It is. You yeah. can 100% watch it for free on YouTube if you don't have Shutter. But um, yeah, so there were some glitchy shake shots. With, I think there was two of them in the film which they just used. And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. They didn't have that uh, replacement shot. No, or that. Um, anyway, so yeah, the mum and dad and the punks crash. End of storyline. Yes. You know, you could have cut that whole fucking bit out. It didn't matter. The punks never made it. You know, they never made it to the party. They never, they even got to the building. They didn't, they didn't change the story at all. It didn't have to be in there. You could cut these scenes out of the film, and no one would notice. It, look, it's very true. However, oh, you think there's a reason? I will give a reason. I don't believe you. You're just I a woman. A I am a woman. Yes. Listen to my theories, my womanly theories. So. The whole point is that the one dude that is outside, he's not noticed that the building is in lockdown and that there's chaos happening inside. These people are on their way to the building. So if everyone rocks up at the building, find that they can't get in, they're going to panic. They're going to contact the authorities. The authorities are going to come. People are going to be able to get into the building. They're going to be able to So this is showing their last bastion of hope has died. So, if, yeah. So if they'd have all rocked up, we would have found out that there's something happening. They would have gotten the, the army, the navy, the, the the navy seal. I don't know whoever. The navy seal. But because everyone's had this car accident, and they've all just disappeared. That's it. And yeah, we cut back to Prager's lady, and all of a sudden the door knocks on, and there's a kid like, "Hey, let me in! I'm that little kid from the other scene." And she's like, "Okay," and she opens the door, and all of a sudden, Row! it's a little kid demon. This looks great because so no, we no one has believe. the balls to do little kid demons. No, it's so true. Um, are we led to believe that the demons can act like normal people? Because this happens a couple of times. It happens in the first film as well, heaps. Yeah, okay. yeah, they are. I don't they tri- the they're like Kandarian demons. They oh. can trick you. Oh. Um. So then we get this shot of this kid like scratching at the door. She comes in. There's this chase scene to the Benny Hill music with this <laughs> little kid. 
a demon running after a preggers lady. And she, it actually is a synth rock. Pretty much, Which yeah. is pretty sick. And she uses her pregnancy strength to kind of keep him at bay. She yep. kind of just, like, runs around and just, like, throws little obstacles in his way. It's fine. Yeah, so they're fighting the kid. He's like, nah, he's doing a real good job, the kid acting yeah. as a demon. I thought he was great. He's got, like, the green face. He's got the teeth. He's got the eyes. He's all sweaty. His hair's wet. And all of a sudden, he falls over and he starts squealing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a goblin bursts out of him. This happened in the first film. So they're, yep. they're, this is that, that thing. This is, like, the, the final form. So the humans are... Like, are like they're like parasites who gestate inside of us and then burst out. The only problem, like the first film, is like the demon versions of themselves are fucking hopeless compared to the the like, human version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, this goblin, imagine a little green fucking goblin, like looks a, like the cheddar goblin from Mandy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, but this is the first kind of real gore we've seen with this little kid, and it's a yeah. little kid. He's on the ground and his chest bursts open. This thing pushes its way out. And it's just turned into the most budget version of Gremlins. If this was like I as soon as I, I got to, so you because you sent me a screenshot oh, at, that, this, at this point as well, um, a little bit later, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck is that? What is this? And then when I got through my watch and I saw this like demonic puppet ghoulish gremlin thing. I literally, I had to pause the film because I was just laughing so hard at it, and I laughed for a solid minute or so. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So we get this scene of like. Like the girl getting chased around by this puppet, which clearly doesn't have any legs, so it's just someone holding it underneath. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it didn't look very bad. It looked pretty good. The demon. Yeah, it was, like, like, little, this was fine. I, like, I called I, it the goblin demon. That's fine. I thought it was, this was fun as well, and of course, like it's it's screaming the whole time. Yeah, it's squealing. It's like this weird child baby scream that's not like a baby's crying. Yeah. But it was just it was weird and piercing and oh fucking it was just like what the fuck is this? It's fine. Um. So we cut back to the car park. There's a little girl there. Her mum starts to transform, mm-hmm. you know, into a demon. PT PT trainer grabs, like, basically just shoots her. Yeah. Off screen as well. And I'm like, get real. Yeah. So, yeah, she's so dead. Sorry. We cut back to Preggers. Uh, this is a little scene, a little interlude. Yeah. We cut back to Preggers. Uh, sh- uh, you know, she throws a, a towel on the goblin. Yeah, well, we all know that weird puppet demonic goblins, um, their, one, weakness. Their, their one weakness is towels. Yeah, towels. Goblin demons cannot handle a towel. Write that down in case I you will. ever get yeah. in trouble like that. Anyway, she um, she, she ended up, like, someone throws the fucking puppet at her. <laughs> Literally just throws <laughs> the puppet. I laughed so hard at this as well because it was like, <laughs> they, That's it. the noise. Like, <laughs> But it's not, they don't throw it. It's like it's just on a string. Yeah. Like it's just stand, it's still in the standing up like yeah. like stance. It's, it's just like, like lift. <laughs> um yeah, and she traps it in like a fold down bar or something. No, so she traps it. So what it is is that it's so she's fallen onto the bed. It's a Murphy bed. So it jumps oh, onto the bed. She lifts the bed up into the wall and she's like my work here is done. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then we cut to the elevator again. <laughs> Fuck this elevator scene. So um, Beefcake fucking bloke man, mm-hmm. husband, he decides he's going to climb out the elevator. He's manly. Um, as he's getting out the elevator, the prostitute lady, or the, the sex worker, she transforms mm-hmm. into a demon. Yeah. He starts climbing up the fucking the, the, the steel cables, which yeah. we all know is actually impossible. <laughs> And he got, she climbs up after him. He kicks her off. She, she got some real good upper... Demons have really good upper body strength. Oh, yeah. Because she's just like... He's just like... Oh, God. 
It's not Arms Day. Well, they don't and care. Yeah, well, she doesn't care. No, they don't care fine. about their bodies. They just destroy them. It's just a vessel. And he kicks her off. She falls back down into the elevator, and that's that scene done. That's the end of that chapter. Then, um, then we cut back to Prego. She and then the the goblin demon starts smashing its way out of this wall bed. Yep. And she conveniently picks up a glass, a, a, a vial of super duper acid, which is just laying on a table somewhere. And we know that it is super duper acid because there's that skull on it. Skull and crossbones. Yep, that indicates that this is poisonous and please be careful. So she pours a bit of acid on it. It sizzles and and yells and stuff. And that's it. (laughs) And that's pretty much it. It's so strange. I think there was a point where she was trying to use like nail clippers on it. Yeah, was I she didn't trying even... to cut it? I don't know. There was yeah, a there was a bit there. where she was trying to cut it with like some garden shears, and she just grabs its toenail or something. It's yeah, a bit it's... stupid. Anyhow, bloke, he's still climbing up the elevator. He just gets to the top. I'm just gonna leave it. At that. <laughs> yeah, because the elevator starts to move up. Yeah, but it's it's in it's insignificant. But I don't know how and why. Yeah, because there was supposed to be no power. It's in... not insignificant, Dan, because by the time he gets to the top, his sleeves have ripped off, and now he looks a little bit like Ash. Yeah. Um. But yeah, <laughs> there was supposed to be no power in the building, but the elevator just starts working. Do you feel that the demon was just in there going, eh, "Come on, pull this motherfucker." Yeah, up. just using a pulley system. <laughs> um. Anyhow. Cut back to Preggers. Goblin demon jumps out of the picture now and it's fucking like, I'm all fucking burnt up now. Yeah, I'm really mad. And fucking, uh, you know, say super bloke. Yeah. He comes in and he's like, oh, my shit. Don't grab a sword. This is like the gremlin scene. You yeah. know, when, when the mum's getting attacked and Billy walks in and grabs a sword off the wall. He doesn't grab a sword. He grabs a fucking umbrella. He does. He does. And, and he impales it. And he basically, he grabs it. Yeah, he sticks it in the back of its head. Yeah. And then... T- picks it up and smashes it in the wall and rams a whole umbrella through its face. Mm-hmm. This reminded me heaps of Brain Dead when they killed the, the rat demon yes, thing in the, so. in the like it's just this rubber puppet that's just getting rammed through and it's just got all gore inside of it. Anyhow, it's fucking dead. It's done. She did it with the help of a man. Yeah. It's great. She, oh yeah. But they decide that they can't stay in this apartment. They gotta get moving because they're trapped. Let's go somewhere else. So they run to the stairwell. Um, they're preparing th- themselves. They think they're going to make their way up to the roof. And uh, are they up or down? Because there's a point. This because this is an amazing scene where they're we've got the other oh, shot of up. looking up the stairwell. Yeah, so they're looking- we don't know. There's no there's no consistency of where the people are in these no. buildings. Anyway, so we get this shot looking up the stairwell. So it's like this spiral kind of thing. And then, of course, the demons all put their head over. They all look down. They all look down. And we get this the reflection the- of the eyes, which looks absolutely amazing. But then just to the cherry on the top of that sequence is that the, the camera starts to sort of spiral. Yeah, doing a, as like if a, it's going a, up a the Hitchcock stairs. kind of is, like shot. Oh, I was like, this And uh, We cut back beautiful. to the car park. There's like... It's, it hasn't turned into a gore fest. It's just turned into a wrestling match. Yeah. All the demons in everyone in the cup are just wrestling. Pretty much. And then suddenly cars start flying. Like, as in, like, just flying through the air and shit. There's well, like, they're, they're throwing cars at them. They're throwing cars. And now there's a little girl trapped in a car. Yes. Yeah, the- everything. And then suddenly everything sets on fire again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking shit show. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Most of the, so a, a bunch more demons make their way into the garage and they start battling again. Um, so the dad like chucks his daughter in in the car. He he starts fucking shit up. Um, you know the PT guy he goes to run and jump over the car, but one of the demon like grabs him by the balls and kind of like rips yeah, like, him off the car. Why don't all these people turn into demons? Like, like I said, they're just wrestling now. Yeah, it's so strange. So they use the yeah they do use the cars to fight. They're slamming them against the walls. Um, it's basically like. Um, we've just got a bunch of cars. This is like, what, what ideas can we for do this in this scene? Oh, you're telling me if we don't use our whole budget, we won't get a, this budget for the next... Yep, just wreck them. Wreck them, guys. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's just a big mess of a scene. Anyway, then party blo- um, bloke, he just he says to his preggers wife, he's like, I'm going to go stop the demons. You go up to the roof. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do, mate? Anyhow, Which, Preggers ends up like going up to the party room for some reason, as well, in the, te- the teen party room. She needs that piece of cake still. She's just it's, fought oh, a demon. Oh, she's getting the cake. Yeah. Anyhow, bloke, he goes down, you know, the demons are coming up the stairs now. Yes. Even though they were going down a second ago. Yeah. Uh, up the stairwell. He, uh, you know, pulls a gas pipe open and then fucking lights it up as the demons get there. They all blow up. It's super effective. <laughs> It is super effective and super duper inaccurate. It made me so mad because yeah. it was like all this gas coming through and it was meant to be this like, and it was just like a poof. Yeah. Kind of thing. No, no. Hannah starts screaming. Sorry, Preggers. She starts screaming. Clark comes running in to find that she was startled by the two survivors that have and still like, been hanging out. I'm sorry. Out. I made her yell. It was me. I startled her acting like <laughs> acting. the other guy. Yeah. So now they have two teens like with them. Um, the uh, who survived the fucking massacre, they all head up yes. to the roof. So they're running up the stairs. All of a sudden, the dude has rock climbing gear. Uh, yeah, he does. Clark just, has his all rock of a sudden. Gear. Sure. Um, one of the the survivor dude, he sort of turns around. He's now a demon. He goes to attack. This is one of the teens. His yeah. girlfriends, but Clark, he's he's having none of it. It's it's getting late. He just tosses he just, him off the stairwell. Floop. Straight off. So we it's see this fine. like dummy just falling down the stairwell. This is a great. And you just see it go dunk and it's land on the bottom. It doesn't even. There's no gore. It's just like a. It's like they're throwing a mannequin off. Yeah, it's great. So now we're just down to Preggers, cool guy, and the teen girl that was in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. So and down in the parking garage, Sally has woken up. So it looks like that the parking garage was a huge fucking misfire. Everything and everyone down there is dead, except of course for Sally. Demon Sally. She's there. Now she's um, making her way up to the roof. She is. Um, it's a it's a long trip, but hey, she's pretty fast when she wants to be. Anyhow, then um, now that we're on top of the roof, uh, Clark's cue is a line. Um, so he ties up his yeah, like, he does some abseiling. Rock- yeah, uh, throws it off the roof. Um, and he sets himself up in the harness. So they get, they're, they're going down to first. the next bu- adjacent building so yep. they can go down into that and then get out because that's not locked down, which took me ages to work out what they were doing. Yeah. Um, Sally, at this point, she's up and she's walking. She's making her way up. Um, the lady survivor, teen survivor, fucking hell, she's a demon. What are we going to do? Don't worry. Throw off the roof. Just toss her off. It's it fine. Was just a, like, just toss her off. It's, it's just fodder. He dealt with both those demons by just throwing them yeah. off of shit. That's <laughs> like, how we deal with all our problems. Um, they abseil down the building. They're now onto the other building. Yeah. Um, Demon Sally rocks up. She does. We get this really weird. Weird, weird abseiling. Yeah, she goes down like forwards. So face first. It doesn't like, make sense. It's not real. Yeah. The thing. And I'm like, fucking hell, Sally. So, yeah, pretty good. Sally, Demon Sally abseils down. Bloke 
This is weird as well. He just comes up to her and just basically sticks a pole through her. Yeah, he's found a pole just laying on the ground. You know, because, you know, there's always rods everywhere. Yeah, I know. I'm always tripping over rods on the ground. Um, He impales her real good and uh, that's the end of Sally. Yeah, apparently. Suddenly, they break into this building. Suddenly, they're in a TV studio. Yeah. Sure, why not? So they're in a TV studio. They turn on, there's the spotlights. Uh, they're like, oh, it's the local video place uh, in the ne- building next door. Ah, um, they're next door. So okay. did this place have a, is this uh, an insidious place which created the Demons TV show? Which is, that's what I got from it. Because why was there conveniently a, a, stu- <sighs> a film place next door? Well, not just that. Because it all starts to do it again. Yeah, but not because not just that. They're like, oh, it's rolling. The camera's rolling. It's filming us. Yeah. Anyhow, Preggers starts to have her baby. Oh, no. And it's to synth rock. (laughs) This is so good. It's like, what? Having a fucking baby. Because at no point would you want to make this a very sort of like tense scene with no soundtrack and just screaming and anything. No, let's put some synth over it. I'm like, fucking dope. So we get uh, the baby's born. Luckily, it doesn't have an umbilical cord. No, that's fine. It's also not a demon, so we're also safe. That's and it's fine. also got no, like, no, it's just a baby. <laughs> like, so there. And then pole demon Sally rocks up. Yeah, so um, Clark goes to take the baby somewhere. I don't know where. So he's walked off and uh, Preggers is no I'm just going to throw this baby off a building because that's all he can do to things. <laughs> um, so she's laying there and, of course, she sees on the screen that Sally has walked onto set. Yeah, because the, there's, like there's like a whole bunch of TV TVs with a camera and they can see like it's it's very confusing it's so strange um and then she's just like oh my god clark it's the baby sally's there she's coming and like he makes her way out he gets ready into a fight stance he's holding a baby with a baby he's like i'm gonna fight you with this and then he goes hang on it's blind and i'm like and now sally's blind (laughs) yep Sally so, Demon is blind. I, mean, I, I can only assume that he was like, for into like, she's decomposed so much that her eyes aren't working anymore. Quite possibly. So she kind of just like, she's just like, and, and she dies. Dead. She just she lays. Just, I'm like, lays well, that was worth her being there for that last bit. And she just falls over and dies. Yeah. And she, like, Pragas gets up and she's like, oh, it's over. And like, fucking famous last words. Anyhow, there's a shot on the screen. We can see that she died in front of the, the, the TV camera. Mm hmm. And so three TV screens are showing the shot of dead Sally and three TV screens are now showing the shot that we saw. Is it Sally? Yeah. So the scene where Sally is like, she's running, she's gunning for the, for the roof. She's gunning to get to them. So that scene is now playing on on the the TV screens. Yeah. And so we're sort of under the impression that, oh, it's, so far, it's fine. She's going to come out of the screen. It's going to start happening again. Yeah, because we know that because we've seen the film. So there's no way fucking manly bloke would have any idea no. how the demon, that the demons came out of the TV because none of them saw that. But he decides that, shit, we better smash all these TVs because they've got a demon on them. Exactly. And, yeah, they do that. I don't know why he would do that, but, like, obviously he read the script. Also, I'd just like to point out, it would be really hard to break those screens. Do you remember those TVs? Yeah, but they actually do it. He's actually got a hammer, though. Yeah, he fucking smashes it. Well, those screens were all vacuums, so once you crack them, they go into themselves. So they actually did it. Anyhow, it's morning now. Mm. They walk out. Yep. 
Yay, it's morning. They walk out of the building. Everything's done and dusted and uh, they kiss and... uh, They should probably go to hospital. She's just given birth. Well, yeah, she's walking around like nothing's happened. And that baby's pretty big. Yeah, well, yeah, that was a a, a womb shaker. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of that. And that's the end of the film. Done. Credits. Hell. And I don't know, what the... F- so my final thoughts are, what the fuck was up with that TV and shit? Yeah. Like, that whole scene of, like... I get that they wanted to do, like... It might be, like, a commentary on television? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Or a commentary on, like... Or the, the evil from the first film was so fucking evil that it manifested itself in reality, a la Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Uh-huh. Um, that's all I can get. That's all I know. Yeah, I, I look, a lot of it didn't make sense to me and I just don't care. The acting was stellar <laughs> shit. It was that overacting dubbed shit where it's yeah. just like... That's my favourite kind. Yeah, where I people, uh, you know, they're, they're like, you got to seem scared here. Oh, my God! <laughs> you know, like, and it's just like, yep, yeah, so cool, cool. There wasn't enough gore. There was nowhere near enough gore that there should have been in the film. It should have it should have excelled over the first one. Yeah. It came way under in gore for me. And that's all if you've got a film that's about like demons, that's all about like how they gore you up and like and shooting them with shotgun and holding them off. There needs to be those gore scenes. Yeah. And they had that in the first one. The first one fucking had a helicopter fall through the roof. They turned the helicopter blades on and it cut all the demons. It was yeah. wicked. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there was no that's all this film need, like, needed to me. It just needed, like, some gore ideas. It yeah. just didn't have it. Like, I did love the fucking demon goblin scene. Yeah. I, I liked heaps of the shots uh, and that. But I feel you can just watch the first one. Because yeah. the first one had a dude in a muscle top and a sa- with a samurai sword killing demons to fucking hair metal. That's true. And we all know... Hair metal is the best. Hair metal is the metal. The metal. It's fantastic. Yeah, look, this this film had a lot of weird, strange plot holes and scenes that really played no real part in the film. But if you really think hard about it, it kind of does play a part in the film, but also still doesn't. Um, look, for what we got, I liked the effects, um, you know, and you know I like an overacting um, every cast member was obviously super hungry that day because they are fucking chewing the hell out of that scenery. <laughs> um, the soundtrack. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the soundtrack, soundtrack was, is amazing. Was, was wicked. Like, I finished watching it and I ended up putting the soundtrack on at work. So I get to work like a couple of hours before we open to do my job. And so it's just my music, whatever I want. I played the soundtrack so good. Um, I actually really liked this better than the first one and i'm not sure if it was just because of the mindset like i was in a pretty good mindset when i watched that don't know what i was like when i watched demons but sometimes you don't enjoy a film to its full extent but this one i really enjoyed so Mm. definitely Mm. what did you give it i gave it a fucking whatever a w and a gen special (laughs) oh it's a gen special why is it a gen special because i knew you'd like it even though you're ignoring all its clear faults (laughs) Hey, sometimes you just got to enjoy it for what it is. And that's why I gave it an F because it is fun and dumb. It is fun and dumb. 100%. So. What are we doing next week? Well. Oh, no, not next week. The week after. Yeah, that's right. Um, So I was talking to someone. Oh, I can't no. remember who. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, no. How do you not like this film? I watched it recently. Oh, no. It's fine. I Would you like it. me to 
I can no, choose. No, 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 it's fine. Go ahead. I can panic choose. No. Nah, okay. Do it. Um, we are watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Twa. Twa. Also from 1986. Same time. Same time. I'm so excited for it. Excellent. So. Yes. So anyway, thank you guys. You have been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. Spoiler cast. Spoiler cast. Uh, we are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTubes. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review. Make sure you share with all your friends. You can interact with us on both Facebook and Instagram at Terrorvision Pod. It'll keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course, memes that are definitely three years old by now. We also have an email if you don't want to access us through any other social media, and it is terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. And until next week, may all your dreams be nightmares. Be nightmares.